This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yesterday, for the second time this week, Biden got mixed up while talking about world leaders and meant to say that he met with former German Chancellor Angela Merkel, but accidentally said the name of a German Chancellor who died years ago. You know, other than the name, gender, and being dead, he got most of it right. So, I mean, you got to give him... Close. German. Ah, uh, yes. It is good to be a Democrat, isn't it? They they smooth it over for you late at night. They smooth it over for you on Saturday Night Live. And then George Stephanopoulos comes on and smooths it over for you. Morning joke. Morning joke this morning. They, uh, as far as we can tell on MSDNC, they haven't mentioned Mexico, right? They haven't mentioned Mexico. They have not yet mentioned, if you get your news from MSNBC, you don't know anything. And what you do know is wrong. See the Ronald Reagan axiom. It's not that Democrats don't know anything. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. And Joe Biden had an especially awful, terrible day yesterday. I declared yesterday afternoon and last night on on my Newsmax program that uh, I believe this is the end of Joe Biden's presidency. Of course, he's got the entirety of the news media virtually uh, campaigning for him and trying to smooth it over for him and cover it up for him. But this time, I don't think it will work. And quite honestly, they they continue to commit seppuku before the American people, the news media does. They would sacrifice their their very lives, certainly their, their, fortune, their fortune and their sacred honor on the altar of the Democrat Party. They would disembowel themselves with ceremonial knives it's another seppuku, uh, you know, uh, harikari Japanese reference there, where you uh, disembowel yourself. And uh, the Democrats, uh, I got a morning joke this morning. They were laughing about it. And, oh, ho, 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 isn't he cute? They're still pulling the isn't he cute stuff. But they failed to mention. They failed to, like, you know, it's the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. And they're ignoring a lot. What they are stressing today is attacking the special counsel, Robert Herr, and attacking Donald Trump. That's what the media is doing today. And I uh, honestly, I, I was uh, kept writing to myself, no way out, no way out, no way out. <laughs> you know, like Gene Wilder and the producers in 1968 with his blankie, no way out. There is no way out of this. There are, there are only two possibilities here. That, um, well, I mean, honestly, they, they, declared, they declared in the special counsel report that he is not psychologically, mentally up to the task of standing trial, even though he uh, clearly committed crimes. And they, and they said that, and he violated the law. He, um, he, is, um, he is in a bad place, a bad position. 
but they're not going to prosecute him because he's mentally not up to the task. So now we're being told, well, he's not up to the task of uh, facing trial for violating a variety of laws having to do with classified documents, which he shared, by the way, sharing classified documents. What is President Trump on trial there for again? I'm, I'm trying to reconcile the two systems of justice that we have in the United States. This is uh, about a lot of things, this story. It's about a lot of things. The, these developments of yesterday, the Robert Hur special counsel report that was made available yesterday afternoon, and we immediately began going through it. I was down at Newsmax at the time, and, and uh, on a Zoom call, you know, on a Zoom call with my friends in New York at Newsmax, and we started going through and and the great producer, Carly Camito, Carly Camito, uh, went, she was going through, she was the first one to get a hold of it, and immediately started reading aloud, and we were just guffawing, we were just flabbergasted by this. This is about many things. It's about Joe Biden's brain, which is broke. She's a broke. Now, for how long have we known that? For how long have we been talking about that here on our humble radio broadcast? Long, long time. Uh, we went and looked it up yesterday, Michael Piercy and I. It was on 7-11 last year, right, uh, that we, I posted a video saying Joe Biden will not be the candidate for the Democrat Party in 2024. And I have some of that that I want to share with you today. But this is about Joe Biden's brain being broke, which we already knew. It's about two systems of justice, uh, one for Republicans under this corrupt, filthy Justice Department, which isn't, you know, we got another one. The Justice Department isn't. See, there we go. The Democratic Party isn't. Common sense isn't. And, of course, friendly fire isn't. But our Justice Department isn't justice. It does not represent justice. It represents the Democrat Party and the American left and the permanent bureaucracy. It is a tragedy what has happened to the United States of America. I've never lived in such a corrupt country in any time in my life, uh, and I didn't even move. I just stayed right here, and the country became corrupt around me. It's an extraordinary thing to see. But uh, back to Joe Biden, because well, and it's about the corruption of the press. It's about which has been lying to us for years about Joe Biden and about Donald Trump and Russian collusion and the Hunter Biden laptop and so many other things and Hillary Clinton destroying 33,000 emails with hundreds of classified emails in there, but pay no attention to that. We have two systems of justice, the... the um, front of the Supreme Court, the entrance to the Supreme Court in the relief, it, it says equal justice under law. And I think that should be modified. We should put a question mark on that just to update it for the 21st century in the United States of America. But we have two systems of justice. We have a corrupt news media. We have a brain dead president. And we are lied to more than we've ever been lied to before. As Soviet author Elena Gorokova wrote in her book, A Mountain of Crumbs, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. And that's where we are. They've Sovietized the United States of America to the point of absurdity. Just uh, absolutely, absolutely extraordinary. Uh, by the way, another, another uh, Trump administration official, Peter Navarro, is being ordered to report to jail because the left is here, and the left all over the world jails their political enemies. And they do it with 
two different standards of justice. And we now officially have that in the United States of America. And I, I do not say that with glee. I say it with sadness. It's a tragedy what has happened, what the left has done to the United States of America. Uh, absolutely tragic. And we live in a very corrupt, a very corrupt country. Our news media is the key to the corruption, to the corrupt success of the Democrat Party. It genuinely is. We are, uh, and I want to hear from everybody today. We are at 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. Now, the report is quite remarkable in so many ways. But we're being told that he is not psychologically, mentally up to the task of standing trial and that any jury would take pity on Joe Biden to the point where he could never be convicted. No jury uh, with any compassion at all would convict Joe Biden because he can't remember anything. He doesn't remember when he was vice president. He doesn't remember when he began, when he was first vice president. He doesn't remember his last day as vice president. He doesn't remember. We hear about his son, Bo, dying in Iraq. His son, Bo, didn't die in Iraq. He served there for a while as a lawyer uh, in the Army, and uh, God bless him. And he came home, and years later, he died of brain cancer, and Joe Biden has been getting this wrong. I've been pointing it out. Uh, ABC News has not. The Washington Post has not been pointing it out. But they they found Robert Hur in the special counsel report, hundreds of pages long, naturally, that he is not mentally up to the task of standing trial, and no jury would be so mean as to convict him. But at the same time, uh, he is well enough to be president of the United States of America. Now, the special counsel didn't say that, but the Democrat Party, and that means the news media, which is just filthy corrupt, they're saying this too. They're telling us that he's just fine to be president of the United States, even though he, uh, he's got CRS. He's got CRS. You know CRS? Can't remember stuff. Can't remember stuff is his condition. And he doesn't remember when he was vice president. That's kind of a big deal, you know? You see this sometimes in people with dementia. Can't remember, you know, was I in the Vietnam War, the Korean War? Was I, you know, how many times was I married? And, uh, and it's, it's that point, and he's not up to being president. How many times? I said it yesterday. I said it day before yesterday because he keeps proving it. Just in the last week, he couldn't come up with who Hamas was when he was talking about the Middle East, right? He told us that he met with Francois Mitterrand, the French president who died decades ago, when uh, he was president of the United States, when in reality he met with Emmanuel Macron, Macron and Fromage. Um, and, and then he was uh, confused about which German chancellor he met with, and he, he said he met with Helmut Kohl, who was German chancellor in the 1980s when Ronald Reagan was president and Joe Biden was around then, but he wasn't president of the United States. He was a senator then, however. Uh, not sure he remembers that, but it was revealed that his mental condition is so tragic that he could not stand trial and that no jury would convict him. But the jury in this case is us. And the news media is doing all the downfield blocking for Joe Biden and the Democrats that you would expect from them. So he's not fit to stand trial, but he is fit to be president of the United States. So unfit that he can't be held accountable, right? But 
He's fit enough to occupy the Oval Office and be the leader of the free world and the president of the United States. He said that um, the president of Mexico was al-Sisi, who is the president of Egypt. And he was talking to the president of Mexico, he said, about opening the border to Gaza. Mexico is not connected to Gaza, but somebody put out a map last night that shows Mexico as being where Egypt is and the Sinai to the south of Israel because it's uh, very mockable. And now there's talk of invoking the 25th Amendment to remove the president of the United States because he is not up to the task of being president. I've got Dr. Marty McCary for you uh, of Johns Hopkins University, great medical professional, a medical doctor, and, and an honest person, and talking about Joe Biden's mental condition. But it is... This is unlike anything we've ever seen in the United States of America, certainly since television came along. It's true that Democrat progressive and racist Democrat progressive Woodrow Wilson, who's entombed in the National Cathedral here in Washington, D.C., he had a stroke while he was president, and he was out of commission for a year. And his wife, Mrs. Wilson, took over the presidency. And the news media covered it up. All right? FDR... Franklin Delano Roosevelt was in a wheelchair and the media covered it up because that wasn't a big winner at that time. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, quite remarkable. But I got to tell you, it's over for Joe Biden. This is his presidency is over. Uh, according to the report, he willfully, willfully uh, took classified documents and he shared after he was vice president classified documents. And he is guilty of the crimes, and that's right there in the uh, special counsel's report. But they decided that they would not prosecute him, and the media is like, hey, there are headlines from fake news at MSNBC, and Joe Biden came out and said it last night, too, that the key and the only thing that matters is no charges for me. Yeah, but it's because you are mentally impaired to the point where no jury would convict you. Just extraordinary. Also yesterday, a big victory for, it looks like, President Trump and the Supreme Court looks like he's going to skate to success in the, uh, in the Colorado. You know, the leftists there are looking to ban, oh no, it's a Republican. Yeah, the leftists there are looking to ban President Trump, bar him from the, from the presidential ballot on election day, just like we see in, uh, where we see it in Brazil now. There's a new one. In Brazil, they're doing that. In Venezuela, they're doing that. In Senegal, they're doing that. And in Vladimir Putin's Russia, they're doing that. They're banning opposition leaders from the ballot. And now the left in the United States is doing that. These are not liberals. This is the left, the international left. They are here to destroy our country. And they're making some, some headway, too. Also, President Trump won handily in the, uh, the caucuses in Nevada and in the Virgin Islands. In Nevada, he got 99.1% of the vote. 99. Ryan Blinkley. What? No, Binkley. Binkley, not Blinkley. Binkley. Ryan, who's ever heard of him? Ryan Binkley. Uh, he got the other four votes or something. Amazing stuff. So we've got uh, that going on today. That's a lot, I think. And I do think that it is the end of Joe Biden's presidency. We are at 888-630-9625, the 25th Amendment. 
Should he resign? People were taking bets last night when he announced he's coming out. Will he step aside? Is it President Kamala Harris, the great? Would that be the headline in the Washington Post today? Well, not yet, but, uh, you know, a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory is waking up in the White House today. He's not sure which German chancellor he'll be meeting with. And will they hold a press conference today, which they normally do with foreign leaders? Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, the special counsel did conclude that Joe Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. But no charges because his brain, she's a broke. She's a no good. All right, let me take a phone call. I know uh, people are eager to talk about this, and I understand that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into the transcript and uh, our corrupt news media and, and Joe Biden himself. What a performance last night. He must go as president of the United States. Now, let's see. Let's go to, let's go to uh, Justin calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Justin, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Um, we all we all know that Joe Biden is not competent to stand trial, um, but so we can't hold him responsible. But there are a lot of people responsible for Joe Biden, and I think we need to hold his whole entire administration responsible. Um, and also, I'm offended that that I hear Joe Biden say, "Oh, this report says that I I didn't break the law." I mean, he's sociopathic. And uh, I want to know who else he shared the confidential, the top secret information with at the Penn Biden Center and in his garage. Did we ever get an answer? Did Hunter send any of those uh, on his email on his laptop to Ukraine? Did his uh, Chinese people, you know, share them from his uh, Penn University of Penn office? So that's all I got. I appreciate it, Chris. Well, that's plenty, uh, Justin. Thank you very much. I uh, yeah, I will read to you from the report. From uh, page one, when you actually get into the meat of the report, it is extremely damning, and it only gets worse from there because he's, he's got a note from his lawyer that he's not up to the task of standing trial. America starts the day with America in the morning. The pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there Hi, are Hi, I'm two John gorgeous- Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. The octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Now, the headline, the lead story in the corrupt Washington Post today, 
Biden won't face charges in probe of classified files. Subheadline. Prosecution unwarranted, report says. See, defending Joe Biden, no charges, no problem. Special counsel outlines differences from Trump case. Note that there is uh, nothing in that lead story headline about his cognitive decline, his inability to remember when he was vice president, which you think might be a banner headline. The story below that in the Washington Post, report puts sharp focus on faltering memory. That's uh, about as generous as they could get on that. His opponents amplify its descriptions of, quote, limited precision and recall, end quote. The Washington Post is spinning it the best they can. Uh, To the left of that, on the front page above the fold, Supreme Court likely to keep Trump on ballot. So we're not Senegal yet. We're not Venezuela yet. We're not Putin's Russia yet. But the Democrat Party is trying hard to turn us into a banana-eating republic. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. And banana-growing. You know, mostly banana republics are known as banana republics because they grow bananas and we buy their bananas after showing them how to more efficiently grow bananas, but never mind that. Uh, And so that's the Washington Post. It's the filthy, corrupt, left-wing rag. Uh, The Washington Times headline, No Charges for Classified Documents in Biden's Home. President gripes about, quote, poor memory, end quote, claim. Sub-headline. And Jeff Mordock writing the story for the Washington Times, a real newspaper. Amazing stuff. And also above the fold, uh, the larger headline, Justices wary of keeping Trump off ballot. Roberts, Chief Justice of the United States, John Roberts, envisions retribution from party in power for state elections. You think? And ruling in favor of Colorado risks chaos, comma, litigation for other states. Because this is kind of a big deal, too. It is, you know, look, that I've been saying this for years. The left is the third world. If leftists take over your country, it doesn't matter what country it is. You're China, you're Russia, communist, communist. You're Venezuela. They call themselves socialists. They're, they're commies. Third world was the most prosperous country in Latin America. Not anymore. And in Venezuela, you know, China doesn't have real elections. But Russia doesn't really either. But there's yet another story in the, in the news today that uh, Putin is looking to jail his political rival, his latest political rival. Interestingly, so is the Democrat Party here in the United States of America. Nicolas Maduro's Venezuela, uh, looking to keep his opposition off the ballot, just like the left here in the United States of America. Brazil, they've uh, taken the passport from Bolsonaro, saying he can't run again because they're emulating the Democrat Party here in the United States of America. You Democrats out there really need to wake up to what has happened to your political party. This is not an American political party. It's barely a Western political party. It is an authoritarian political party, and they're not on our side. They're not on the side of the United States. Senegal keeping the opposition off of the ballot, and the Democrat Party here in the United States keeping, trying hard to keep the opposition off of the ballot because, you know, that's what banana republics do, and the left is here, make no mistake. 
Now, there is a, you know, the, the, uh, the great fun people at the, at the Babylon Bee. They've got good stuff today that, uh, that is just, uh, just great um, because they're funny, unlike so many others. And I want to share that with you coming up. But right now, let me get to, uh, let me get to the, the transcript of the report because the executive summary was, was released first, and that's what we first got our hands on yesterday afternoon. It begins, the executive summary, after you get past all the, you know, section this and section that opening stuff. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter. And um, that's the first sentence, right? And that is enough for NBC Fake News and the Washington Post and the New York Times to just run with that and say, see, see, not like Trump. And this is about two systems of justice in a corrupt country with a corrupt attorney general, Merrick Garland is his corrupt name, and his corrupt Department of Injustice. The Justice Department isn't. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter, and they like to just stay there. We would reach the same conclusion even if Department of Justice policy did not foreclose criminal charges against a sitting president. All right, so that's the first paragraph. Second paragraph. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency. He can't remember when that was. When he was a private citizen. All right, that's sentence one, paragraph two. He willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. That's where you get charged with crimes if you're a Republican, if you're President Trump, if you're, you know, if you're Peter Navarro, who didn't disclose classified information, and he, is, uh, he was uh, captured, in, captured at Reagan Airport and put in leg restraints and handcuffs, even though he was having a casual conversation with the FBI hours earlier and said, you want me to come down for an interview? I'll come down anytime. They uh, hacked into his travel plans, ambushed him at the airport, put him in leg shackles like a third world country would do because the left is the third world. We've got a, a, a partially third world country in the United States and, and, it, and the third world element is growing with Venezuelan street gangs marauding through New York City, terrorizing people on stolen scooters and motorcycles and, and things. So our investigation uncovered evidence President Biden willfully retained, disclosed classified materials. That's the big deal right there. Those materials included marked classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan and notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. Sources and methods. Uh, and the news media is not using any of these words today because they are banana-eating corrupt leftists and not legitimate journalists or truth-seekers at all. I'm a truth-seeker. Uh, let the cards fall where they may. Implicating... Sensitive intelligence sources and methods. That, that's it right there. If you're Trump, if you're a Republican, you, that's the headline. You are nailed to the wall for this. You are crucified. You are done in politics 
you're over and you're going to prison. FBI agents, we have FBI agents, recovered these materials from the garage, offices, and basement den in Mr. Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. What about uh, over the Charlie Palmer Steakhouse down on Capitol Hill? Um, what about in Chinatown? What, what about uh, their multiple locations where he had classified documents? However, the, the report continues, for the reasons summarized below in this more than 300-page document, we conclude that the evidence does not establish Mr. Biden's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Prosecution of Mr. Biden is also unwarranted based on our consideration of the aggravating and mitigating factors set forth in the Department of Justice's principles of federal prosecution. Now, that means that he does not have the mental capacity, they explain later in the document, to be put on trial. For those reasons, we decline the prosecution of Mr. Biden. Now, that's fascinating, and they do go on to explain, right? The you know the classified documents and other recovered, uh, ma- other materials recovered in this case span Mr. Biden's career in national public life. During that career, Mr. Biden, this is almost bizarre, has long seen himself as a historic figure, elected to the Senate at age 29. You got to be 30 to be in the Senate, and uh, he was elected when he was underage, but he was sworn in uh, after turning 30. He considered running for president as early as 1980. That's uh, 44 years ago now, 44 years ago, 1980. And did so in 1988, 2008, and 2020. He believed his record during decades in the Senate made him worthy of the presidency, and he collected papers and artifacts related to significant issues and events in his career. He used those materials to write memoirs published in 2007 and 2017. Ghostwriters actually writing them. Pay no attention. He didn't sit at a keyboard and write anything. To document his legacy and to cite as evidence that he was a man of presidential timber. Timber! Yeah, now he's uh, now he's timber, right? So we got that going. And, and that is, that's very key stuff. That's all really important stuff. And there's more. Because when you get into the body of the, of the uh, report, and there is a lot of body to the report, it's filled with things that are just lethal, just deadly to any presidential aspirant or certainly any president, sitting president. This is, this is quite, quite extraordinary. Um, and, and the reason they're not prosecuting is not because it's not prosecutable. And you may remember also James Comey holding that press conference about Hillary Clinton, how we deem that Hillary Clinton did break the law and abuse classified materials, but somehow it didn't rise to the level of prosecution because Comey, uh, was a Trump hater who sabotaged, uh, president-elect Trump leaked to the press and his law professor buddy in New York, sensitive materials. Comey should go on trial for all that, too. Uh, but the statute of limitations has probably expired already. There are amazing elements in this in this document. Um, the one of the one of the passages is a a viable defense for Mr. Biden 
is that he might not have retained the classified Afghanistan documents in his Virginia his Virginia home at all. How many different homes did he have classified documents in? They could have been stored by mistake. He blamed his staff for everything. And without his knowledge at his Delaware home since the time he was vice president, as were other classified documents recovered during our investigation, this would rebut charges that he willfully retained the documents in Virginia, but not the documents in Maryland, and there are more documents in D.C. too. Given Mr. Biden's limited precision and recall during his interview with his ghostwriter writing his book for him, and with our office when they interviewed him, jurors may hesitate to place too much evidentiary weight on a single eight-word utterance to his ghostwriter about finding classified documents. And it's in the, and the ghostwriter destroyed evidence too. And he should be, there should be an FBI raid of his home pre-dawn with CNN outside just coincidentally. Amazing stuff. They say, we have also considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. Now, that's a key sentence in all of this. You see, uh, there were already a meme going around. We should probably start making the yard signs. You know, Biden 2024, and the on the bottom of the sign, <laughs> it says, a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Right, that, that should be his campaign poster, right? Biden 2024. <laughs> A sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Based on our direct interactions with him and observations of him, he is someone for whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt. It would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him, by then a former president well into his 80s, of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. Now, again, at the top of the document, they say that he did this willfully, but they believe that a jury would not find his conduct to be willful because of his intellectual and mental incapacity. But again, at the top of the document, our investigation undercovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials. <clears throat> Way down in the body of the, of the document, they fear that he would just be viewed by a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, right? Based on our direct interaction with and observations of him, he is someone for whom many jurors would want to identify reasonable doubt. It would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him, right? And that's, that's why he's not being charged. We conclude the evidence is not sufficient to convict and we decline to recommend prosecution of Mr. Biden for his retention of the classified Afghanistan documents. That's pretty amazing. I, you know, let the jury decide that he's a sympathetic and elderly person. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended. And they've got him asking a question here. If it was 2013, when did I stop being vice president, he asked. And forgetting on the second day of the interview, when his term began, him asking a question again. In 2009, 
Am I still vice president? He became vice president on January 20th of 2009, and he didn't know that. He did not remember even within several years when his son Bo died. His memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Among other things, he mistakenly said he had a real difference of opinion with General Carl Eikenberry, when in fact Eikenberry was an ally whom Mr. Biden cited approvingly in his Thanksgiving memo to President Obama. He's got CRS and uh, his presidency is over. It's time for Joe to go. Dementia Joe has got to go. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. One of the best headlines last night is man ruled too senile to stand trial, still fine to run country. Well, that's the Babylon Bee. And they do great stuff. They really, they're genuinely funny at the Babylon Bee. They get it. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones. I'm going to play Joe Biden for you after the top of the hour. And, and our media, our corrupt media filth uh, coming up. Joe Biden must go. It's time for him to go. His presidency is over. This document uh, cancels him out. You know, but the horror is President Kamala Harris, the great. That'd be the headline of the New York Times. Let's go to Laura calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Laura, oh, Laura, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank goodness for you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So does this change the prosecutorial standard now for... Um, all uh, criminals that are being charged, that they're not going to get a favorable you know, nod from the jury, that they're guilty. We're just going to dismiss the case. And they know ahead of time, uh, well, the jury would yeah. never go for this. We don't need a trial. We've already determined that no jury would convict them, so we're just not going to bring well, any charges. Are they soothsayers now as well as prosecution uh, attorneys? We need more soothsayers, uh, don't you think? Well, how about the grandmas at uh, January 6th that are too old? Are, well, they, are we going to dismiss? I mean, I think we should dismiss them anyway. But. Sure, of course. No, yeah. no, the FBI raids them, uh, pre-dawn, rifles drawn, helmets, flashlights on their heads, uh, you know, loud uh, music outside <laughs> like they're Manuel Noriega. Um, no, uh, Laura, you're probably aware. We have, a, we have two different systems of justice in the United States. Don't we? Yes, yes, we do. And we can all I see it plain as day. Yeah, yes. let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Um, boy, there's a lot. Wait till you hear what Joe Biden said yesterday. And then the media. We've been tracking them, too. Ah! 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.